What is up, Ball Squad Nation? I'm Michael, and I'm here with Noah. What's up, guys? Alex. How you guys doing? And, of course, Dalen. What's up, everybody? And today, we have a pretty special segment for you. We're going to be talking about all the eight teams that didn't make the playoffs in Orlando. And we're going to talk about what they need to do during the offseason. Just a quick brief summary of each team. And then we're going to go into how they're going to do next year. We each picked two teams. And each of us are going to go a little in-depth on each of the two teams we picked. But before that, Alex prepared a little special speed round for us. So I'm going to hand it off to him. Perfect. Thanks, Mike. Okay. So this week's speed round is going to be something a little different. We're going to talk about the all-time teams of each franchise and who would win in a one-on-one matchup. So how we're going to do it is I'm going to name two franchises, and I want you guys to say who has the better all-time team. And because we won't be able to list the five players that would be on the roster, I just need you guys to think quickly and spit out a team. So we'll start out with the Chicago Bulls versus Boston Celtics. Bulls. Bulls. Boston Celtics. Okay. So we have two <laughs> Bulls. Actually, three Bulls, because I'm also a Bulls. Also Bulls. Okay. And one ah. Celtic. No, yeah, what, that, do you, what do you got? That was hard. Um, I, my gut wanted to say the Bulls, honestly, but I started thinking about some of the, the like great uh, Celtics, like uh, Bill Russell, uh, Larry Bird, Paul Pierce, right? Uh, even like, I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't you know think what? the, I don't think I... the bulls would be like the bulls have, you know, some of the two or three best players. But I think if you talk about the, the starting five in general, I think the Celtics have them beat just cause they have a lot more legends. You Kevin McHale also. I might be changing Bob my Cousy. mind actually. Bob really? Cousy. I might have to Ooh. say Boston. Because, dude, now I'm thinking about, like, all right, look, you got Bill Russell. You got all the players from the 80s, Larry Bird, Kevin McHale. And you got Kevin Garnett. And you got Ray, Ray Allen. Allen. Like, those players. Like, I think the just Kevins. the Celtics have been better for longer. So they have, like, a lot more to choose from. But okay. Yeah, they, they do have a lot more to choose from. But even if you only have, like, five players to choose from, if those five players are, you know, better than the Celtics five players... Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I see your guys' point, and I honestly, like, I mean, I had a lot longer to think on this than you guys. Yeah, I was leaning Celtics for a long time, but then it was like, no, it's Michael and, and Scotty. And it's close, then, honestly. And then you throw in Derrick Rose and, yeah, you know, all the other true. players that yeah. the Bulls have had. So yeah, it's, it's close. Point. It's close. Dude, I'm yeah. disgusted with myself. I just picked Boston, and I'm wearing green, green today. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I'm so dis- I didn't I didn't mean to wear green, dude. Now I'm now I'm so disgusted. Wait, Alex. Look, I think you look great, Mike. Alex, who <laughs> up, who Noah? would be who would be the uh the Bulls starting center? Horace Grant? Yeah. <laughs> or like maybe maybe like Joe Joaquin Noah. Noah in his prime. Yeah. I mean, he was he yeah, was legit. Defensive, he, he was, was defensive good. player of yeah. the year, so. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Joaquin Noah. I just don't like Joaquin Noah. Yeah. Not a lot of people do. I, yeah, no, nobody really does. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think Joakim Noah would be able to stop Bill Russell ever, <laughs> even yeah. defensive player of the no, year. No, I don't think so either. 
But I don't think I don't. Who would your starting shooting guard be on Boston? Ray Allen, right? Ray Allen. Well, he's not stopping Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, but he can. Stop Michael, though. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a close one, but I'm gonna stick with my with my with pick. Boston. That's yeah. Right. That's a good one. Okay, so two two on that. Those Boston two, two, and Chicago. Yeah. Right. Okay, so this next one I think is pretty fun. I I like this one. Uh, the Golden State Warriors versus the Detroit Pistons. Pistons. Warriors. Warriors. I'm Warriors. Warriors. Because, dude, when you when you factor in Wilt Chamberlain, yeah, <laughs> that's just too like. That's GG, bro. Yeah, that, that's true. You got Steph, Clay, KD, and Wilt. And Draymond starting for <laughs> Dude, I swear it's always and Draymond. <laughs> I mean, hey. He would be a perfect fit for that team. He, he would be actually. He so, would be. but no, let's think, let's hear it. Let's let's hear Detroit. I want to hear Detroit. Yeah, honestly, I, I, I mostly picked Detroit because I hate the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but D- Detroit but, like wouldn't but be they, bad against them. I know, yeah. and that's the thing is like now that I'm thinking about it, if there was a team that could you know match up well against that team, it would be the Pistons because. Their two good uh, teams that they had built were both really physical on defense. Yeah, and yeah. and that that could give you a chance to at least slow down, you know, Steph Curry or Clay Thompson or Kevin Durant at least a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, just because yeah. they were so physical, like my starting five for for them would probably be Isaiah Thomas, Chauncey Billups, um, yeah. Richard ben, Hamilton, Richard ben Hamilton, Wallace. Ben Wallace. Right. Joe Dumars. Put Lambeer. Well, he comes off the bench. You could even but... take maybe Dennis. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because no, he, he was like a seventh or eighth on the roster. Who? Oh, yeah, that's actually true. Dennis yeah, Dennis Rodman. I, I guess I didn't think. Yeah. No, but he had a big impact those two years. He, yeah. I know, I know, but it's a starting five. Do I want oh, to yeah. my starting yeah, yeah, five? Yeah. No, yeah. I don't. So, but yeah. that that's a good defensive team, what I just named. The problem would be offensive because – our only offensive players would be Isaiah Thomas and Rip Hamilton. And Chauncey. Chauncey can score. Yeah, I would say Chauncey, too. Yeah, but he wasn't. Yeah, I guess. You're right. You're but, right. like, when when you go against Steph, KD, and, and Will, the, the, three, yeah, like, three of the best scorers of all time. Yeah, well, and, and that's why I picked that, that matchup yeah. is because, I mean, it's just pure offense versus pure defense. Yeah. If Detroit were to win that game, they would have to control the pace the entire time. They could yeah. not let Golden State just run, because if they try and run, I mean, like Mike said, Steph, KD, Will, he didn't even say Clay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. hit us with the next one, bro. Okay, my next one. Um, I thought this one was pretty evenly matched, so I have Milwaukee and Miami. Ooh. Milwaukee, Miami, Miami. Miami. I have. I gotta say Miami, Miami yeah. as well. What? Yeah. I mean, not not disrespecting Milwaukee because they. No, they I do take that back. Crazy. I have Milwaukee. Yeah, you I have was Milwaukee. Say, I have Milwaukee. Dude, think, I take that back. How, think about how good Milwaukee is. They have Kareem. They have Giannis. They have Ray Allen. They have Oscar uh, Robertson. Oscar Robertson, dude, that's oh, a stack yeah, lineup about right Oscar, there. Bro. That's an yeah. unbeatable like front court. But Miami, bro, think about Miami, though. You got D-Wade, LeBron, and Shaq. Mm-hmm. Or but even a lot of It wasn't Shaq's. But Shaq it, it wasn't, wasn't prime Shaq, Miami. but he was Shaq he was still good on Miami, bro. 
Like, I don't think they win in 2006 without, he was without like, Shaq. He was okay. Yo, yeah, I agree with that. But we're not talking about winning a championship. We're talking oh, yeah, about no, playing against an all-time NBA team. Um, I mean, he was good, but Kareem on the Bucks would smack that guy. I mean. Yeah, I yeah, sure. no, I would definitely agree with that. He I mean, would you'd probably put Chris Bosh at power him. forward. Yeah, maybe Chris Bosh, Udonis Haslin. Yeah, Alonzo Mourning, too, on the Heat. Yeah, Who do you think be I Miami's mean, point guard? The Heat's point guard? Um, yeah. Um, Mario Chalmers. I can't really think. <laughs> I didn't want to say Mario Chalmers. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, Goran, I'd take Goran Dragic over Hold on. Over I, I, had a, Chalmers, I had a picture. I had a picture of every team. This is from CBS Sports. Just so you guys my, know. Miami's pretty, like, a young oh, franchise. Oh, their, their point guard was Tim Hardaway. Oh, yeah. Oh okay, yeah. That so that him. yeah, that's good. Um, now the the criteria for CBS is a little different than what we consider our criteria. Um, they, for a player to be on the all time team, they had to be with the franchise for five seasons and a few other stats. Oh, okay, so, so like LeBron wouldn't even have been on there. Yeah, neither nor Shaq. Um, okay, yeah, stuff like that. But their all time team was Tim Hardaway, Dwayne Wade, Glenn Rice. Udonis Haslam and Alonzo Mourning. That was okay, their starting okay. five. Which is, I mean, that's legit. It's good. good, yeah. It's good. I, I could see it either way with Milwaukee and Miami. I think I think Milwaukee seems a little better overall, but I think that, like, Miami just having LeBron, like, that that's big for me. But we, and Especially we have, prime LeBron, you know? And, yeah, but we, and we, we have, have Sidney Moncrief. And we have Sidney Moncrief. And Giannis. We haven't even seen <laughs> prime Giannis. Yeah, That's yeah. True. he's twenty five. <laughs> good points, good points. Yeah, yeah. I'm sticking with the Bucks. All right, so that one's two two. We'll so say two two. Yeah. The we'll only one that's been definitive was the Warriors, right? Yeah. I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So the next one I got is the Philadelphia 76ers versus the New York Knicks. Sixers. 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 Okay, Sixers. I thought what yeah. was. I I wasn't sure if anyone was going to say New York, but all right, Sixers. <laughs> that's easy. How many more do you guys want to do? I got three more. We'll let's just do, do them. Yeah, let's just do them real quick. Okay. All right. <laughs> this is fun. I like it. All right. Yeah. So yeah. this next one, um, again, thought the matchup was kind of interesting. Uh, we'll see what you guys think. The Oklahoma City Thunder versus the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Mavericks. Okay. Oh. Um, I'm gonna go with Mavericks. Really? You are no. So I have a question. Is this OKC? <laughs> I can. Think... I I counted Seattle. Even oh, then, then I'm just... picking OKC. Then okay, I'm picking OKC. OKC. If okay. it was Seattle, then I'd pick OKC too. Okay. So I, because my question. I agree with that. I, I said no, Dallas. Okay, how about this? If you if you take out Seattle, if it's just OKC versus Dallas, who do you pick? Then I I probably Dallas. pick Dallas. OKC is so Dallas. young, yeah. Okay. Because Dallas, I mean, literally Dallas did beat them yeah, <laughs> in 2011. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Dallas would does have a really solid team that you can do Dirk. Uh, I'd also already throw in Luca probably. I'd throw him I would too. Sure. I would Fair too. Enough. Yeah, I agree. You could you could have Steve Nash or Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. I I don't know which one I would take between those two because they were both really good. I'd probably take Nash because yeah. I think he he was a little bit better when he was 
there. Tyson Chandler was good while he Tyson, was there. Yeah, yeah. Tyson Chandler. <laughs> Jason Sean Terry. Marion. Sean Marion. Yeah. Michael Finley was really good while he was there. Yeah, they do have a really good team. I think I think the OKC would be more top heavy with like KD and Westbrook. I think Dallas is more of just better well rounded depth. Yeah, better well rounded. Yeah. So that's why I take Dallas. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Uh, next one, I think will be a little bit more of a debate. I got the Portland Trailblazers versus Indiana Pacers. Oh, that's tough. Um, uh, I'm, I have I'm gonna say Portland. I yeah, Portland. I'm gonna say Portland too. I, I think I'm gonna go Portland too. Okay. 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 I mean, because Portland, Portland. Really, all four of us say Portland. Wow. Just cause, yeah, I don't well, know. That's a tough one though. Okay. Well, I'll make an argument for Indiana then. I okay. I think <laughs> Reggie Miller, um, and Paul George, Mark Jackson was good while he was there. Lance um, Stevenson. The one thing, the one thing that they're missing is they don't have a front court. They don't really have any big men that have been really good in Indiana. But man, you have Reggie Miller on a team. I, I give you a chance. You have a fighter's chance. Yeah, that would be a good matchup, um, because the other team was uh, the Trailblazers. So, I mean, I don't know. He Blazers, Blazers would have, I would say, Damon CJ. And then you have Bill Walton too. Yeah, yeah. And and Clyde Drexler. Clyde, Clyde yeah, Drexler. that's that's yeah. what I was gonna say. And if we're doing it based off the criteria that we usually use, you also have Scottie Pippen. Oh yeah, yeah. that's fact. Who True. was really good while he was there? You know. True. You, you got Carmelo. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, don't laugh about Carmelo, bro. He he We can laugh about like... Car- we can laugh about Carmelo. Well, we can laugh about Portland, Mark. <laughs> yeah, we can laugh about that. He was averaging like 17 points while he he was there. That's cuz everyone was hurt. They were really bad. <laughs> That's true. All right. Hey, hey, no cap though. I think Yusuf Nurkic could probably make the all-time team if he stays healthy and and stays there for a couple more years. Yeah, a couple more years, maybe. No, yeah. Couple, yeah. Who's their big? That's like, you know. They, Lamarcus they have... Aldridge, Bill Walton. Yeah, Yo, I know. Why did I forget Aldridge was on the Blazers? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's no, but weird. that's what I'm saying is I think, you know, I, I don't know. For some reason, I really like Nurkic. And uh, I could see him being like a. If you had like a beard, though, you big. could maybe look like Nurkic. <laughs> hey, let's go. Shoot the sides of your head, too. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, I'll try right, it. Hit us with the last one. Okay, this last one, it's my favorite one. I was waiting to do this one. Okay. The Houston Rockets against the Phoenix Suns. Oh, no I'm going to have to say Houston. I'm sorry to the Suns. Speed round, let's go. Speed round. I'm going to have to say Suns. Houston. Houston. Suns. I got Suns. I'm with Dalen on this one. I'm going to have to take the Suns. That okay. I thought this was and that was t- that's tough. the funnest one. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was kind of like unexpected and and fun to think about. So here's my argument for Houston. Um, Houston won two championships while Charles Barkley was on the Suns, if I'm not mistaken. Right? I'm, I might yes. have my years yeah. mixed up. Yes. No, yeah. you're right. You're yeah. right. But, yeah. And 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 those were like the prime. Uh, Houston years, and then it only gets better from there because then you can add on uh, like T Mac. You know, you have. I don't think you would do Yao Ming over Hakeem. So no, Yao no, Ming would no, no, come off the I bench. Mean, 
But you also have James Harden. You could even do Chris Paul at point guard. Uh, there's like a lot of options with that team. So wait, so Chris Paul over Russell Westbrook? No, <laughs> is that what I'm hearing? Russell Westbrook hasn't been there a whole year yet. <laughs> no, I don't I think know, you counted yet. Just <laughs> although, although Westbrook did. No, 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 no. <laughs> Michael, I look should, where you started. I should have said it. <laughs> no, I, I'm not, I still would take Chris Paul. I'm just saying Westbrook did have a good season. Put Dwight Howard on there. I don't. You know no, what? He was, was he was all right on Houston, wasn't he? Yeah, he, what position would he? Play? Yeah, what position would you play? Oh Dwight? yeah, duh, yeah, because Hakeem. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, I would take I would, Yao take over Dwight. Yeah, I take Yao over Dwight too. Yeah, me too. I see what you're saying, Noah. That like they won two championships and they just got better and they beat the Suns in those years, but the Suns all-time team, like they got Steve only Nash. includes Charles Barkley. <laughs> From those teams that Houston beat, you know. That's true. Like, yeah. We got Steve. We got Kevin Johnson. We have uh, Amari. Amari. We have Shaq, who was good there for a second. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we got, you know, Sean Marion, Rajah Bell, all these guys. I, I, I think it definitely can Devin be argued Booker, either way. Devin Booker. Yeah, I was going to say. Devin Booker could probably make it on. Would you take Devin Booker over Kevin Johnson? Oh. Or wait, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because... Kevin Johnson, I was thinking Joe Johnson for some reason. Well, um, Joe Johnson was good too. Like the yeah, Suns yeah, yeah. had a lot of really good basketball players for a short amount of time. We had Grant yeah. Hill, we had Joe Johnson, yeah. we had Shaquille O'Neal. Like all bro, the, put the Kelly Oubre in there, bro. <laughs> Kelly Oubre. <laughs> He's not even finishing this season. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah. I I think that that definitely would be a close matchup. I honestly I would love to see that matchup too. Like yeah, I think that would be, that would be good. Like I don't know, I just feel like that would be a fun match to watch. Yeah, that would be a good one. Fun. Yeah. All right, so that was the speed round for this week. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. It was fun. I, I enjoyed it. I yeah, it I, I had fun putting it together. So yeah. yeah. All right, so now we're going to be moving into our analysis of the eight teams that didn't make the playoffs. So what we want to do essentially is each of us research two of the eight teams that didn't make Orlando. And basically, since their season is essentially over, we wanted to kind of give them a little step-by-step guide on how to proceed, although they probably shouldn't listen to us. <laughs> I mean, we, we are professionals, right? Yeah, we're, we're professional, all right? We, yeah, we, we know what we're doing. Dude, dude, they could hire me right now. I, I'd fix them up. Yeah. Dude, I haven't even started I've, college yet. I mean, <laughs> I've, I've rebuilt so many teams on NBA 2K. Like, yeah, bro, we got easy, this. Easy. <laughs> so basically what we're going to do is we're going to try to keep it under five minutes per team since there are eight of them. And we're just gonna, I'm just going to pass it off to Noah. He's going to start with our first team. And we're just going to keep going from there. So, Noah, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So, I'm going to start out with the Chicago Bulls. So, <laughs> the, the Chicago Bulls need a lot of help. Uh, we kind of mentioned when, you know, we had the whole Jordan documentary that uh, right after Jordan left and retired, they started the rebuild. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's been 20 years and they still haven't ended the rebuild. <laughs> So uh, they definitely need a lot of help. Uh, first thing that I noticed is Otto Porter. He's on an insane contract. It was a sign and trade with uh, the Wizards, and mm. I think they're paying him like twenty-seven million a year or something like that. Yeah. And uh, mm. it's just insane. It's it's stupid money. And uh, next year he has a player option. So 
Um, you know, hopefully he, he doesn't accept this player option and he goes somewhere else. I think it would be a good fit for him as well. Uh, he doesn't really... I mean, they, they could re-sign him and, and take him back, but uh, I think I think it would just be better if, if they could uh, try to free up that cap space. And what, mm-hmm. I, what I think would be really helpful is if they went after a big man um, because they don't have a really strong offense, right? Their main offense is Zach Levine, who does a great job, but... Uh, he's not the best, but their real weakness is on defense. Uh, they rank 26th in the NBA in defense. Um, so some of the ideas that I thought of were in the off season they could some big uh, big name you know bigs that they could go after would be Anthony Davis. Uh, wow. hey, hey, Come on, dude. Be be on, realistic about it. I, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. He's the the only thing is I have seen a lot of stuff saying it's a possibility. Because it's a big market, and he's a Chicago native, so that's the only if thing. He, but, but if he leaves, it'll be to like New York. That's fine. I can't. I, I can't see him in Chicago. I and, mean, and dude, I can't I, see him anywhere but LA, bro. Come on, bro. That's yeah. fine. I I, <laughs> Look, I just. I think he looked great in purple and orange. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, I'm. I just threw it out there because I think you know they at least need to throw him a contract, right? Or like a yeah, a, yeah. a deal. They'd be stupid to not. Um, but the, the main fair. ones I was I was focused on were um, Montrez Harrell, Sergi mm-hmm. Blocka, right? And because uh, he's the defensive anchor. And then Andre Drummond wouldn't be a bad option as well. You know, he gets you your 15 and yeah. 15 every game. So he, he could actually fit pretty well. But that's saying he, ha- he leaves Cleveland, which I don't know uh, if he will. Um, and mm-hmm. then the last couple things that I had for him um, – for them uh they could also go after gordon hayward uh and upgrade their small forward position um but you know they're in a good position right now where they are because they have some young guys like lowry marketing um or um uh who else i i can't remember the names right now uh you're thinking of the duke guy the yeah carter Wendell Carter yeah, yeah. Wendell Carter Jr. Yeah, their center exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he's has a lot of potential. I think he'll be really good. Um, but they they have a lot of picks, a lot of first round picks. Um, so you know they could definitely make a splash. But uh, you know I I really don't think they have a shot at the playoffs for a little while. Um, I think their biggest bet is is trying to go after you know a defensive anchor in the in the big man position this this off season, and that's really gonna uh, help them. Uh, and then try to develop some of their younger guys for the future. Okay, okay. What do you think about coaching? Uh, well, they already fired their GM, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, and then I just say, you know, fire your coach as well and start <laughs> start over because their coach is also trash, uh, like really bad. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, okay, so I'm I, happy. Keep yeah. going, keep going. I'm happy that they got rid of the GM, so I say get rid of their coach as well. and Just um, fresh slate, bro. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's fair. Okay, so I have a question for you then, Noah. Um, for me, whenever I say we need to fire whoever it is, there's always got to be someone to replace him. So who are you replacing? Who are you I, putting I in? I didn't even okay. look into that. Which is which lie. is fine. But I, I think that's important because a lot of times, or I shouldn't say a lot of times, but sometimes franchises fire a coach just because they're mad. And then they end up with 
David Blatt, and it's like, oh man. Hey, that, I, yeah, I was thinking a good work. option could be like Ty Lu. Yeah, I mean, he would be a good sure. like tank commander, yeah. I think. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but because he <laughs> he he's a he's right now he's an assistant to the Clippers, so like mm-hmm. they could poach him possibly. Yeah, and you know they have a lot of potential. Like they, there's a lot of stuff where like they they have uh, a bright future if they can mm-hmm. make you know some good moves this off season. I think the biggest key would just get a solid big man this off season. Yeah. Um, not to replace their center in Wendell Carter Jr., but maybe like in the power forward, which is you know which would be like the Anthony Davis or you know the Sergi Blocka or. <laughs> Uh, they could even take Drummond, and then you know yeah. he could he could get some minutes at center for them. So, all right, all right. Well, thank you all for researching the Bulls for us, uh, Dalen. Yeah, let's man. move on to you. Let's get one of your teams out of the way. What all you right, got? I'm gonna start this one off with the New York Knicks. All right. Uh, so yeah, the Knicks. <laughs> they've for such a historic franchise, like we were talking about earlier, like the most expensive franchise in sports. They are not doing too good, and they they don't look like they're gonna be well for a couple of, for some years to come. Mm-hmm. So, one thing I feel like we can all agree on about the Knicks is like they every off season they just try to go for the home run. Like they want they're like like even last year they're like okay we're gonna um, draft Zion, we're gonna get Kevin Durant, we're gonna do all this stuff, and like it'll be one year we're gonna turn around make playoffs, do make this whole run and stuff. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's happened a lot with them. So I feel like they kind of just need to take it a little slower, trying to work with what they got and try to just uh, develop their pieces and stuff. Um, one thing I was going to talk about was James Dolan is, in my opinion, is hurting their team. And, like, their management is hurting their team. First, he, like, absolutely gets yeah. into a yelling match with, with uh, what's his name? Uh, the director. I can't, I can't remember. I can't forgot his name. But, uh... Dude, he got into it with Spike Lee. Spike bro. Lee, yeah, Spike Lee. That's what, I was gonna, that's what I was thinking. Spike Lee. Like, this guy's been going to your games for like 20, 30 years, and you're just going to get mad at him using the wrong like, yeah. entrance. He's like one of the biggest fans in sports, and you're going to take him off. And then the same thing with Charles Oakley. Like, Yeah, he kicked they, Charles Oakley out of the garden. Literally, like, they can't. They have the such brand. bad management. Like, they're ruining the brand. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like they. That... What's up? Oh, go ahead, Dalen. No, you can, you can go. I can. Um, I was just gonna say one good thing they did was they fired Steve Mills. Yeah, and he was he's garbage. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I think if they want like a chance, they're gonna have to like either fix their attitude problem or uh, kind of move pieces around in management. And I don't know if you're right. that's, them, yeah, that's so, the hard thing about the about the Knicks is you know their biggest problem is the one guy you can't change. He's the one yeah. guy you can't fire, the one guy you can't trade, the one guy you can't cut. And, you know, like Dalen said, I think he's probably the biggest issue. Um, mm-hmm. Phil Jackson may not have been the greatest general manager around, but I think he was heavily restricted, heavily um, affected by Mr. Dolan. So I, yeah. I, that's what I would say about the Knicks. I would even take like I think James Dolan's the worst owner in the league, and it's not close. Like yeah. a lot of oh, people Dan, don't Dan like Dan Gilbert Sarver. sucks too. I mean, yeah, Dan Gilbert sucks too. And but at Sarver, least Dan Gilbert and Sarver, they like if they have a good GM, they'll let them do their thing. Like, I I think they're a lot more hands off than 
James Dolan is, and I think that's the biggest problem with James Dolan. Yeah, I think Sarver Sarver is finally learning because there's yeah. a history of of Sarver being very hands on, but now with James yeah. Jones, who was a former NBA player who played with LeBron, who won a mm-hmm. few championships, I think he's a little more like, all right, you know more about basketball than than I yeah. do. I'm just a business owner, so. Yeah. All right, Dylan, anything else about the Knicks, bro? So kind of uh, just to kind of continue on, like, my point about how they try to go for their home run, they need to develop yeah. their players a little bit more because they traded Porzingis, who was a great player, and during his rookie contract. Like, they got to let him kind of ease in and do his thing. They got a couple of good key pieces like RJ and Robinson and uh, Knox and um, uh, Nila Kina or whatever, I, I think is how it's pronounced. Yeah, it's but, Frank um, Nila yeah. Kina. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I think I, I like uh, Neil Akina because I think he's kind of he's very versatile and he's, he, he can kind of come off the bench and do some good things. And I, I was seeing mm-hmm. something where they compared him to like Dennis Schroeder in, in that way. So I, I, I kind of like that about him. So they kind of need to build around those pieces. I feel like they should trade like Alfred Payton and Julius Randle. I don't think they need them. And then um, yeah. they, they have a lot of uh, cap space going to Portis, Ellington, and Gibson. And I don't think I think Portis and Ellington for sure should go. Gibson, you might you can maybe keep around just because he he kind of is there to play and he, he's no kind of no nonsense. Like I feel like he can and he can help out the uh, younger but he's, guys. And he's, he's so old, but he's like a good yeah. I, I you need like a good vet for rebuilding. Paid team, so much so. like he'd be a good yeah. asset to the team just because he is. And like even though he's yeah. old, he's like a good veteran. He can kind of help the younger players. I think they just have yeah. to believe in their young core and then try to build, um, add pieces to their young core to help them instead of just trying to go for it all, all the yeah. time. Yeah, you, you you make a really good point because you know they they do always go for the splash, but it's always mm-hmm. the splash in the draft. And, yeah. Uh, like they they haven't really made a they haven't had a good off season in I don't know how long. I think. That's mellow. Like, that's yeah, why since they got mellow, talk. I'd say. Yeah. But that was even in the middle of the season. That was a trade. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so, like, they haven't had a good off season in, uh, in so long, and then they always try to go for the splash. But, you know, it's you're, you're completely right. Like, they think by drafting a rookie, they're going to get to the finals. But, yeah. you know, they, they're, yeah. their core is so young already that, you know, adding another rookie isn't going to, you know, change them overnight. So. That made that's a lot why, of sense. That's why I didn't really want to talk about the draft, too, because I'm, like, I'm not going to be like, oh, they're going to get the first overall or even, like, the top three pick. You know, maybe because, like, it's, you know, maybe they will, maybe they won't, but I don't really want to mm-hmm. speculate on stuff like that. So that's that's my yeah. case for the Knicks. You know what is interesting uh, about the Knicks is as much as we talk about them being a historic franchise and stuff and how sometimes we say that, that professional leagues are, are rigged, the Knicks mm-hmm. haven't had a number one pick in a long time. I don't yeah. remember the last time them having one. The envelope. You know, so, <laughs> Actually, they might have had one since then, but I don't remember. I mean, it's, yeah, it's I been a very, very long time. They've been bad for a really long time, but they've never had the number one pick. Which, yeah. You know, I, thought, I, thought that I feel like really there's always some team that's just worse. Like, whether, whether it's like Charlotte or Atlanta or like phoenix yeah like some someone's <laughs> always just worse and has a better chance um yeah. so yeah all right well thank you dalen for the analysis on the knicks mm-hmm. um, also i would like to rant for a sec about how people always talk about how the lakers are 
the Knicks West, and I can't like that just annoys me, bro, because <laughs> it's it's not true at all. <laughs> but you know, I mean, right. it is true in the in the sense that it's the big market out west. But you guys are way okay. I agree. But people people like say that as in like the Lakers are just good because they're the Lakers and not because they're actually good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think you get a lot of the players you get because you're the Lakers. Because of L.A. I mean, yeah. that that's fair, but like... Which I think is, you know, I think that's what the phrase means. You guys are good because you're the Lakers. But yeah, but, but Knicks, even though. yeah, but even the Knicks being such a big market, they still don't get people to go yeah. there. Because <laughs> everyone goes because everyone goes to LA instead. <laughs> I feel it's because they compare the city. You think about it, like every like every big every big signing that LA has gotten, there's been rumors about that person going to New York too. Yeah. Not LeBron. There were rumors about LeBron going to in New York. In twenty eighteen? No. Not yeah, in yeah, there were. I mean, yeah, obviously there might him, have been him I teaming up like with 20, Porzingis. Dude, it, it was it was between the Lakers and the Sixers and the Cavs. But there was talk about the Knicks for a little bit. Him well, teaming dude, up with always, Porzingis but, and stuff. Okay, and, like they always talk about the Knicks though. And they they connect the Knicks with every free agent there ever was, as though. they do with the Lakers, dude. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, All right, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. All right, Alex, hit us with one of yours. All right. We're going to head west since we've been in the east uh, for so long. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do the Golden State Warriors. Um, oh, I don't think this will take that much time because um, it's pretty – I think it's pretty easy for them. They have been to the finals four years in a row. No, five. five I'm sorry. Five <laughs> years in a row. Yeah. Uh, they still have Steph. They still have Clay. They still have Draymond. They still have all these guys. They still Wait, have no, Steve no, Kerr. No. Draymond is a free agent next season. Well, yeah, okay. but they're probably gonna resign. Yeah, though. I honestly, I didn't want to have to say that. But okay, first, first point of business: sign Draymond Green. Okay, next. <laughs> um, really, the only thing I think they have to do is get the draft right, and they'll be set and and stay healthy. Um, for me, I, have a question. I think, yeah. Do you actually? I I'm being I'm trying to be subjective. Um, you mean I objective? Think, uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. Um, anyways, I think that I don't think that they should re-sign Draymond, and I think no, but seriously, like I think they have a lot better chance if they went out and got you know a, a actual big man. And I think that would be a lot scarier for a team if, you know, at okay, least on so, the offensive side. So that's where I, that's where my thing comes in. The Warriors, they're predicted to get the number one pick. They have the worst record in the league. Draft James Wiseman from Memphis, the big seven-one center who averaged twenty points a game and twelve rebounds. Um, the dude's a freak, and he's young. You know, so once Steph and Clay start to, if they move teams or if they retire or whatever, he can be a piece of the franchise, and he's a real big man, and he can be a real big man, pretty much right away, which I think is important because mm-hmm. I agree, Noah. Draymond Green isn't that presence that everyone's afraid of, but if you put him next to a seven foot one James Wiseman, I mean, I think I think that's a fair thing. And the other thing about Draymond okay, okay. is, you don't need to. Like, the Warriors, when they've been healthy, completely healthy, they haven't lost. 
They haven't. So why break it up if it? Yeah. You know, don't fix yeah. it if it ain't broke. Yeah. So true. yeah. Just just I keep rolling you. with it. Don't sign Draymond to a four-year deal. I would sign him to like a two-year deal. You know, okay. pay him pay him a lot of money, but to like a two-year deal. Um, and then see where you see where you're at in yeah. two years. Yeah, <laughs> long enough long enough for your rookie to develop. You also mm-hmm. have that one rookie. I think his his first name is Eric, but I can't remember his last name. Eric I think he Pascal. starts. It's Pascal. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's good. And isn't he a big man? He's like small forward, power forward. I think he's a power forward, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's a power forward. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so that's what I mean. I... Yeah, yeah, potentially go. if he develops well, he could replace, you know, Draymond. Draymond. And, and that's kind of what I was thinking would be a good option for them. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty much it for the Warriors. I This season is a total fluke for them. Uh, they were hurt. I don't think Draymond was mm-hmm. putting the effort in that he should have, which is a honestly, knock I have against him. He had uh, a few good games. Lucky. They honestly got lucky. Yeah, like have... honestly, I, I, when everyone say says like the Warriors are they're washed or it's over, like I think it's ridiculous, and it's not a coincidence that no one on the Warriors are trying to defend themselves because they're just gonna wait until next year and they'll be right back. In championship yeah. talk, yeah. I mean, like that, it'll it the, will be easy. The only issue I have with Golden State is their bench depth. They need bench depth. They don't really have any right now. Like even with Steph and Clay back, and I think that's the only big issue I see with the Warriors. They have mm, because uh, they have Andrew Wiggins now. Oh yeah, they oh, oh I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. they have Andrew yeah. Wiggins. Yeah. So so I mean that doesn't add a lot of depth. Right, especially because he'd probably be starting at small forward. I I'd assume. Yeah. Um, but they could have him come off the bench and like you know replace uh, Clay Thompson or something like that. Yeah. I feel like Wiggins is yeah. yeah. a lot better with the Warriors than he's ever done with like the yeah. Timberwolves. The Warriors are really good at developing players. So I yeah. agree. Yeah. Also, because you he also was expected to, to do so much at in like I'm sorry to cut you off, Alex, no, like, but he was like he was just expected to do so much in Minnesota, and he I don't think. He, he like it wasn't something he could do, but with like a kind of a reduced role, I feel like he's gonna do well. Yeah, yeah. Warriors also, should go for Giannis. Um, I also just have to put trust in Bob Myers as a general manager that he'll mm-hmm. go get some bench players. I mean, he's been good yeah. at that the entire time. He had Barbosa, he had Iguodala, he had uh, Sean Livingston, he had all mm-hmm. these guys yeah. that were that were really key to winning some championships. And you look at the list, like some names that that I could see being on the Warriors, maybe like a Jeff Teague, maybe Evan Turner, um, Jordan Clarkson would maybe fit. Um, all these players are Joe Harris, Jay Crowder. All these guys are and free agents that um, I Joe bet Harris Bob, Bob Myers. Well. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, and so would Jay Crowder. I think Jay Crowder would be a Jay really Crowder good fit. Jay Crowder would fit well too. And so, it's an Jay attractive was, destination. Yeah, Jay Crowder was on the championship team for Cleveland, so yeah, he could just yeah. slide over, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, totally. Yeah, thanks, Alex. <laughs> all right, yeah, let's. All right, yeah, thanks, Alex. I think that's some good points, and I think the Warriors will be back in the conversation next year. Sweet, all right, baby. so let me do one of my teams now. Uh, we mentioned them a few times the Timberwolves. So <laughs> I feel like the. Hey, it's actually not as bad as you think, bro. The the Timberwolves, I feel like they've just been like teetering, like just 
with potential, but like we haven't seen any of it yet. It's kind of unfortunate. But first of all, let's talk about they got D'Lo and Cat. Obviously, those are two all stars, two great players to like build a team around. I really like that pairing, especially because they have off the court chemistry as well. You got Ryan Saunders at coach, which isn't my favorite, but I think they should keep him just in terms of chemistry. He's very young. He's only 33. Um, you know, the team is used to him. And honestly, it hasn't really had a chance since they fired uh, Tibbs. So I think that he should definitely stay on the team as coach. The one big question is they won't have, assuming James Johnson opts into his player option, then they won't have any cap space. So they can't really do anything with that. But if he does walk, then they're going to end up having up to $27 million in cap space, which is enough room for one max contract or, you know, a few smaller contracts. So if, let's say he opts out, which personally, I don't think he won't opt. I think he won't opt out because I don't think he's going to get paid anywhere else um, like that much money. Right. So I think that they could go after Tristan Thompson Marcus Morris, Montrez Harrell. They could go after any of those three players because I think they do need a solid forward since they already have a solid guard and a solid big man. But I think I like I said I think that's a pipe dream because I don't think James Johnson's gonna walk. What's up, Alex? Okay, I like where you're going with that, but one thing I will say about the Timberwolves is their issue. The reason they've been like this, like very close to breaking through the entire time. I feel like they always get the wrong superstar. Always. Like That's fair. They drafted Andrew Wiggins, who was supposed to be a superstar, and he was like he was like there, but not quite. You know, yeah. they, they got Jimmy Butler and he was like like almost there. And I think he got into the playoffs. Yeah, like yeah. the seven seed. You know, I mean Yeah, but that was like their first time making it in a very long time. For sure. No, for sure. <laughs> um but, you know, if we're talking about breaking through and, like, being, making a presence in the NBA, I think that's where you got to be careful. I don't think Tristan Thompson, even Montrez Harrell, I just don't know if they're, like, the right – I mean, you're not asking them to be a superstar, but you're asking them to make yeah. an impact. But Yeah, yeah. Well, the reason I picked those three players specifically is just because, obviously, they're going to be the third guy behind right. D'Lo and Cat. Right, for sure. Um, and I, I think they would be good at those positions. I think Harrell would be the best one out of those three. He already does great on the Clippers. And I think with the along with the Clippers is I don't he's not really a natural big man. I think he's more of a forward anyways. So imagine him having a natural big man on the side. I think he would do well in that situation. Um, I also looked at trades, but I don't think there's that many trades they could make. They don't really have that many like players that they could they do have a lot of young players their average age is 23 so they're really they're a really young team that's um, younger that's, than i would have thought than i would yeah thought. and that's if james johnson opts into his contract if he opts out their 22 is average wow. so it depends on him the unfortunate thing is i think he's gonna stay because i don't think he's making 16 million i don't think he's gonna walk away from that because i don't think there's any team that would sign him uh, yeah. to more than that but I think their main issue is they have a lack of depth. Their bench is like just super young. And I think overall, while their goal is to make the playoffs next year, I think more realistically, they're going to be the 8th to 10th seed. You got to consider that they're going to have Cat and D'Lo, assuming for a full season, assuming they don't get hurt, 
And I think that's good enough for the 8th to 10th seed. So that's my take on the Wolves. All right. Good take. Good take. So we're swinging back around uh, to Noah. Who's your second team, Noah? My second team uh, was the Hornets. Oof. Yeah, the Charlotte Hornets. So, uh, first of all, bad teams. Though. <laughs> I know the Hornets don't have a lot of potential. Um, no sir. Like, yeah. the The one positive I do see with them is they have some good young guards, youngish as well. Um, let me pull up their roster real quick. Uh, so yeah, they have like Terry Rozier. He's pretty solid. Um, you know, he, he averaged 18 points this season. Devontae Graham, those are kind of their two main guys. Um, but they're both really small, so that made them, like, super bad um, when it came to uh, defense because they're both 6-1, and they're both technically point guards, but, um, you know, they, they were really just their only options they had at guard, so they had to uh, they had to start both of them. So that's one of their downfalls. Um, but I I did see they have all their draft picks uh, for through 2026. So that's definitely a positive. They haven't traded away any of those. Do you uh, think they should? I, I think that they should at least consider trading some of the future ones. Because um, what I'm seeing right now is they have uh, Nicholas Batum on a max contract yeah, he's making yeah. he's making 27 million next year and oh. and it, it was like when i when i saw like i knew he was got i knew he got a really giant contract um but what i didn't because i don't watch hornet games like sorry <laughs> Does michael else? michael jordan doesn't watch hornet games dude. <laughs> yeah like in the 22 games he played he averaged 23 minutes 3.6 points uh four rebounds like it was just not good at all, and then their big Max man is Cody's. Yeah, their bitty, their big man is Cody Zeller, who I don't like Oof. Cody Zeller either. Uh, Bismack Biombo, he's I I didn't realize he was as old as he is, uh, but I think he would be a better option at at their big to kind of develop. So you know they still have a good option at big man, but uh, but like Nicholas Batum, they have to get rid of his contract. Uh, next year is his player option, and I don't see him walking away from it. $27 million, and he's not going to get – he might not even <laughs> – No chance. Yeah, he'd probably get like $10 million in another team, but I don't, if that, I don't even think yeah. – Yeah, I don't even think that much. Um, anyways, I think their biggest thing would – you know, they desperately need a solid vet who could play make because they mm. ha- do have a young core and um, – like young guards that need to develop. I was thinking it would have been awesome if they would have got someone like Paul George a couple of years or last year or not last year because last year he two just was ago. a trade. Yeah. Um, yeah. But two years ago, I think if Paul George would have gone, they they could be like you know a a playoff team at least. Kemba would have stayed as well. Probably. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, but basically, I, what I was gonna say just to finish up is. You know, I don't see them turning around soon. Um, hopefully, their young core turns out fine, like Devontae Graham, P.J. Washington. P.J. Washington's actually pretty solid for them. He's only 21. Um, they have Mikhail Bridges and Malik Monk. I don't think Malik Monk's ever going to be really great. He can maybe turn into his, a shooter. But especially with his uh, off-the-court issues. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really think he's going to do well, but uh, even if they did make a splash in free agency this year, which they don't have a lot of options just because of cap space, um, they, they still have a long road ahead of them. Okay, so that was going to be my question for you, Noah. Um, do you think if Michael Jordan tried to be a little bit more of a factor in the free agency or even in trading, just trying to get people there, do you think that would work? I mean, it. we obviously saw it work a little bit with Magic Johnson and the Lakers and stuff like that. Yeah. And I guess, like, I think most people who are just casual fans of the NBA don't know that Michael Jordan is even affiliated with the Hornets. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So I feel I, like yeah. if, if he was more involved and more relevant, maybe the Hornets could pull off some free agent signings. Um, maybe yeah. like a Russell Westbrook who signed with the Jordan brand. Or you know other other big names like that. Yeah, so I think he he can have like a like an impact, I guess. Um, but I don't think it would be enough to make them playoff contenders, uh, at least this year. Um, and you know, it, it, it's it's great that that he's there. And I know that he definitely helps. Uh, I've seen like a lot of news where you know he's at like their practices or you know he makes comments on the team that type of stuff. Right. Uh, but even even he doesn't see you know a great future in the next year or so. Not with those um, yellow eyes that he has, man. <laughs> yeah. So so they still have a long road ahead of them. They, yeah, they have a long road ahead of them no matter what. Um, but you know I I think. The fact that Michael Jordan's there could help, maybe. But this year they they don't have any options just because they don't have the cap thanks to Batum. But you know, maybe yeah. maybe next year uh, after you know in twenty the twenty one twenty two season, maybe then they could uh, you know actually start their rebuild. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. Enough. Well, thank you, Noah, for the Hornets. They are suffering down there. <laughs> so, uh, all right, Dalen, hit us with your other team. <laughs> all right, my other team is the Detroit Pistons. So the Pistons, like, I don't know. There's a couple of different ways you can really look at it. Um, the first thing I want to talk about was Blake Griffin and what I feel like they should do with him. Because he's mm. obviously signed to a pretty big contract. <laughs> Dude, it's huge. 2022. It's so big. Yeah, a very, I'll just say a very big contract. Mm-hmm. But, um, so, I don't know if they should trade him right away, to be honest. I feel like um, they can kind of get rid of a few guys, maybe, and then try to start trading away for some draft picks to develop their team a little bit more. And then, um, because when they uh, traded for him in 2018-19, um, he had a decent season with them. You know, the, he he had, he was an all-star he, that year. He he played well. He um, They went to the playoffs. They were the eighth seed, but they, like, went to the playoffs. But this year, like, he didn't – he played, like, I think 16 games. So, like, he didn't have too much this year. But, uh, I mean, I definitely think he's overpaid. But uh, I think they should kind of ride it out and see how it goes with him. You know, maybe, yeah. like, they can see if he pl- um, meshes well with these new players they got. Oh, Christian Wood had a very mm-hmm. good year. Um, Dude, he's going to be good. He's going to be really good. I, I, that's what I was saying. Like, Christian Wood's going to 
they need to like build, get, get some pieces for him because he and he's on a pretty low contract and he's doing really good. So I feel like uh, they should definitely uh, keep him. And then um, 2022 is I think is when they're gonna make make those big moves when they lo- um, get rid of Blake Griffin if they want to sign another big name free agent. I was looking at who's available. They could get like. I mean, they could get LeBron if they wanted to. <laughs> um, I, don't think, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think they're going to get LeBron. Yeah. No, I, I was just playing. Um, but, like, Chris Paul is a free agent. Bradley Beal, Kemba Walker, Jimmy Butler, Kawhi, Paul George. Like, there, there's some pretty big free agents. I don't know if they want to go to come to Detroit. But, like, maybe I, – I, and, like, John Wall, like, like, a few of them might want to come to Detroit if they can make if a good, good offer. If they're good, yeah. If they can mm-hmm. make a good offer – and if they can show that their young pieces are uh, developing well, then I feel like they could. Twenty twenty two, they're gonna make uh, a kind of, They're gonna make their biggest offseason move is gonna come then. Okay. And then if they can Fair trade enough. away some of these other uh, expensive contracts that they have, like like Derrick Rose, I feel like mm-hmm. they should probably trade him. I feel like they they can probably trade him to like a contending team and get a couple of young pieces from like contending team i i was hoping that the lakers would take them and they could get like Me too. I, I think it was like kuzma kuzma and like maybe alex russo like some something like that well like, actually the lakers did try to trade for derrick rose detroit said no but what were you giving detroit well i i i'm not 100 percent sure but i know kuzma was in there Right. But I, I, I don't know Caruso for sure who we were giving. Yeah, I think I think it was Kuzma Caruso and like I think someone else. I don't remember for the, sure, but the thing is, is Derrick Rose. He's if he went to the Lakers, he would be their starting point guard. Well, actually, no, he no, wouldn't. Because he'd be on the bench. Bro. He'd, be, he'd be on the bench. But I feel like Derrick Rose yeah. is one of those players who's like um, those contending teams would like to have him. Because he he's yeah, got sure. that experience and he's got and he can like uh, coming off the bench he can do a lot for them maybe like he he mm-hmm. I don't well, think he de- has the depending depending on the team I think he could start I mean I mean obviously he can start but I don't think he has the capacity to like lead a team that well if it's a championship team if it's a championship that's my point like if it's a championship team they probably already have the pieces that they want but like they can yeah. have they they he'd be a nice asset to have in their. Um, coming off the bench, and then they, they can get rid of a couple of their young pieces for that. And I think that's what I the think Pistons he, I think he'd be down for that, do. too. I bet he wants a ring. Yeah, and, sure. exactly. And I feel like that's a story that the those championship teams would want. Like, I feel like um, like the Lakers, just as, like, say, like, they'd lo- be love to give Derrick Rose that ring. You know what I mean? Dude, I would have loved sure. to do that because that would have been – the Derrick Rose redemption, the Dwight Howard redemption. Exactly. Yeah, but then I would have to well. hate Derrick Rose, and that would make me sad. <laughs> Come on, yeah. Alex, you don't can, hate LeBron. I don't hate LeBron. You're right. I don't hate can LeBron. I, can I just say one thing real quick? Yeah. Uh, Dalen, you're talking about trading away Blake Griffin contract. He, the, nobody is going to take him. Nobody. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't yeah. say trade Blake Griffin. I said write it out. He said wait until 2022 when it finishes. I know. You you, I was talking about trading Derrick Rose. Like, no, you, you I said, said that like that was, maybe tried. I know. Yeah, well, yeah, I, said, try. I, said that was I mean, if, if you option. if you can pull it off, do it. Yeah, I, I definitely <laughs> didn't say that they're gonna get um, a trade for Blake Griffin because I don't think anyone's gonna take that contract at all. Yeah, no, no one's gonna take that contract. I don't even think he he would be a like. I I don't know. I don't see him starting on many teams anymore. Just. 
Really? He's, not even starting? I think he can start. I, can, I think he Dude, can start Blake, on Blake the right Griffin's team. still pretty solid. He's still guys. good, he's yeah. Like, last year he not, was really good, with, and then like this year he just was not, hurt. Not with the injuries. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Not with That's injuries, my point. Well, yeah, not but with like, injuries. If was, well, no one's yeah. good with injuries, Noah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Seth Curry balls out with every other year. Yeah. He's injured every other year, and I think that's kind of the Blake Griffin specialty. Yeah, like that. That's that's kind of like what he's known for now is constantly being injured. So throwing him a giant deal, and then you know expecting him to be your starter, not a lot of teams are going to fall well, for that again. I don't think any team's going to sign him to a giant deal by no means, but they well, can remember still the sign Clippers him to signed like a, him to the giant deal. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> not like as big anymore. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and after twenty twenty two, when they like. When he's a free agent again, no one's gonna give him another like seventy million or whatever, like whatever the Pistons gave him. Like yeah, yeah, no. He's just no, gonna you know to... where you know where he should go. Where he should go team up with Chris Paul again in Oklahoma City. <laughs> he's from Oklahoma. That would like, that'd be, be cool. cool. That'd be pretty cool actually. I can see that. OKC would never do it, bro. They don't need it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. You have him go off the bench. It'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Thank you, thank you, Dalen, for the analysis. It was pretty in depth. I like it. All right, thank you. all right, Alex, hit us up with your with your last team. All right, so we're heading down to Georgia um, for the Atlanta Hawks and my boy Trey Young. Okay, so the Hawks are bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're they're really bad, but I do think that they have a young core. Um, their team, their bench, with if you had their bench in, they're kind of like an average age uh, team. But with Trey Young, with John Collins, with Clint Capella, they have a really young core and they have a bright future if they can just learn to develop their players. Mm-hmm. Um, their head coach right now, Lloyd Pierce and Travis, their head coach, Lloyd Pierce, and their general manager, Travis Schlenk, um, have both only been around for two years for Lloyd Pierce and three years for Travis Slank. So I think you just need to give them one more year to try and prove themselves, maybe get to 35 wins um, (laughs) and just show improvement at least because right now what the Hawks lack is uh, like a star that's experienced. I mean, they have the same issue that the Suns had for a really long time. Trey Young's like 20 or 21 I think John Collins isn't even 24 he's not 25 yet um Clint Capella just isn't I mean he's a center he's not gonna he's not a scorer and he just got there too so he hasn't even played a game for them yeah true fair enough he hasn't even played a game for them um so what I feel like they need they need to just get serious on some free agents maybe look at a Joe Harris maybe look at a Evan Turner um, and I even considered Danilo Gallinari, although I feel like he kind of wants to win, so I don't think he would go to Atlanta. Um, and then in the draft, the two players that I looked at for Atlanta um, are Anthony Edwards from Georgia, who mm. I think would be fantastic with Trey Young in the backcourt. Um, or if he's not available, because he will go high to get Isaac Okoro out of Auburn. Um, both of those players are from close to Georgia, um, from close to Atlanta. I think they would like to play there. 
I think they would fit well with the quick pace that Trey Young plays with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, you just got to let them develop. You got to make sure they're happy. You got to keep signing them and keep adding pieces little by little. The Hawks are, like Noah said about the 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 first team he had, the Hawks are four or five years out of the playoffs, I think. Um, but if they can just show improvement every year, then I think they're fine to just keep trusting Trey Young and John Collins and uh, hopefully Anthony Edwards. Okay, okay. I like it, I like it. Um, yeah, I think I think one of their biggest issues as well is defense, like – no, absolutely. I don't think they have. I think they have a terrible defense. I think they they're they need like a rock solid overall in defense. Um, yeah, yeah, but I think Clint Capella will help a little bit in that. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. He's, and, yeah, he's, he's I, and and John Collins and John and John Collins, Collins. and Isaac Okoro is a very athletic uh, three who could who could play some solid defense. Granted, he'll be a rookie next year, but I mean he he could be a real three and three and D player in the nba i think you know what they need they need uh like a big shooting guard like someone not i'm not saying clay thompson but someone of that style that okay. you know they're they're big for their position and and can play good defense because trey young he's just so undersized that mm-hmm. the guards in the league which i think now we're you know the league's more guard dominant right there's just so many good guards out there Mm-hmm. Uh, that the guards really just torch him on offense. He doesn't stand a chance. Right? Well, he's so, kind of like Steph. What? So like a clay, like he's kind of like he's kind of like Steph. Like that's his probably his best comparison. So yeah, like adding really, in a, yeah. someone like Clay would be literally perfect. exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so someone who you know it doesn't even have to be as good of a scorer as Clay. I think just someone yeah. with like the defensive defensive abilities as Clay, just like a little bit bigger um, and is quick. I don't know who okay. that would be because I haven't – I didn't research that. but Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I just looked. Anthony Edwards is 6'5", and Isaac Okoro is 6'6". Um, Isaac Okoro is listed as a small forward, but he did play the two um, a little bit while he was at Auburn. So, I mean, you could put him at the two, and he's and he's 6'6". Uh, so that yeah. would help. That would definitely help Trey Young mm-hmm. out. So – but do I mean, you want to? Do you want to? Like, I mean, I guess if you're going for the long, the long road, then. Well, yeah, we're uh, then, Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta is not in a win now situation. I mean, yeah, I I could have talked about them trying to sign Gordon Hayward or trying to sign these other people, but it it wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Alex, for taking us down to Atlanta. That was some pretty in-depth stuff. And now let's move on to the final team of our discussion, the Cleveland Cavaliers, 2016 NBA champions, and (laughs) one year removed from a finals appearance. (laughs) All right. So for the Cavs, it ain't looking good. (laughs) Yeah, they just, yeah, sign LeBron and end the episode. Yeah, that's it. But (laughs) basically with the Cavs, it really just depends on what Andre Drummond does. So Andre Drummond has a player option coming up. I really highly doubt he's gonna he's gonna take it. I I feel like he's gonna go somewhere else, like the Bulls. So, yeah, like he could go to the Bulls, like we said earlier. So I don't think he's leaving. But let's assume for argument's sake he does leave. I think in that case, what you're gonna have to do 
is in terms of coaching right now they have jb bickerstaff just keep him he's not a good coach but keep him because they're going to be tanking it doesn't really matter who's coach at that point and i think if drummond opts out you definitely have to trade kevin love and this is like a no-brainer to me it's so been, i it's think it's been time for a long time dude yeah. yeah this whole season this whole season was just since bad, lebron but... left when yeah, lebron yeah. was there dude it, it's been uh, he it's been never, a while to me he's never fit in cleveland he's never fit well i wouldn't go as far i wouldn't as say never that, but like 2016 and 17 he was really good for this cleveland, year especially was really bad because there was a lot of off the court issues with teammates yeah and, that's what i've heard uh, too and and he's just so frustrated because he's he's looking to contend and you yeah. know this team is not in any type of contention for a couple yeah years. yeah they're in contention for the number one pick <laughs> yeah. so i was gonna say if if andre drummond does opt out and he goes somewhere else they have 26 million dollars to spend now i don't think they're going to be making any big splashes so what I would do if I were them is try to re-sign Delhi, of course, he's a man, and they need a guard that can that's serviceable and he, he can do it. Try to re-sign Tristan Thompson if, you know, they can't get anyone else. And then if not, if they can't sign those dudes, just keep the money, save it, I guess, or spend it on a guard because they need a guard. Save it, I guess. <laughs> He sounds so I mean, excited like, about the Cavaliers, yeah. <laughs> like, they, I mean, they probably, they don't really have that many choices. The only thing about signing a guard is I feel like the guard market isn't that great this offseason, and I don't think they're going to get no. anyone. So, trading Kevin Love, that's the big thing. I came up with three destinations that could fit well, I think, that they could fit. Uh, the Suns, the Blazers, and the Kings. So, you got to think that, the you know the Cavs are not looking for another star in return you know they're looking for just maybe Some a couple pieces, pieces and picks bond. yeah yeah exactly so I think those three teams can definitely provide those pieces um, I the only one that I'm kind of leaning towards because it actually was rumored during the season was the Blazers and part of it is because that's his hometown and they I think they were trying to trade for him before the deadline although it just never went through. But I would really love to see him on the Suns. I think he would be just really, like, it'd be a I don't fun want team to watch. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, I don't think the Suns want him. I don't, I don't want him. I'm sorry. And Maybe you don't as want a, him, I think he'd be fun. Though. As a newly born Damon Lillard fanatic, I don't want him on the Trailblazers either. Send him to the Kings, dude. Send him to the Kings. I think he could definitely help each of those teams out, um, assuming he doesn't get hurt, assuming he can just do what he does. So... But think, at the same time, I don't think I, like any of those teams should sell anything like big for him at all. Yeah, I think I think Kevin Love still can give you know pretty solid minutes, uh, and still yeah. you know be a impactful player on a championship team. I don't think Agreed. he he'll Agreed. be a third man. I don't think he'll be a third man anymore, uh, or part of like a big three. But uh, he could definitely be like the fourth or fifth. Uh, I think he could still team. be. I think he could still be a number three. Maybe not on a championship team, but on like a, on like a contender. I think he could I think be, be number three on a lot of contenders. Yeah, like, I think if you if if you put him on Portland, and you let's say you keep Damian and you keep CJ and you have Kevin. I mean that team's pretty good. I mean yeah. they definitely they don't go anywhere in the West because the West is so flipping good, but. I mean, they're definitely a scary thought to think of. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I don't um, think I don't think the Kings will take him, um, because they already have Marvin Bagley, and although he hasn't developed into like a like an All Star yet, I think he's you know gonna hit his his uh, his like peak soon. No, not hit his peak, but like I think he's gonna take that step okay, pretty okay. soon. I hope so. And so I'm I don't gonna... think I don't think the the Kings would want him. If I'm being completely uh, mm-hmm. just honest and not biased at all, I think yeah, I think the Suns would be a a good destination for him because <laughs> no no, no. The, the Suns don't have a good power forward, and we have Dario I mean, Saric. Dude, he's bad. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, he would be traded. He would he would be traded for Kevin Love. That, I yeah, have no doubt. No, like Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, and Kevin Love. Like that's that's a good. That's good spacing. That's good. And you got Ricky Rubio giving yeah, giving him some more options. Know. That's not bad. That's. Not I bad. think it'd be fine, bro. I think it'd be fine. You got the experience. Just it's his injuries. It's his injuries. If he doesn't get hurt, then it'll be fine. But. I don't the other know. thing I, I was going to add a feeling about it. <laughs> I I I would Dale it, dude. I would Dale it. Like okay, I I'll say this. They shouldn't give up that much for him. Like I agree with that because he's not worth I don't think he's worth that much to the Suns. But I think if they did, if they were able to make it work without giving up too much then I think you have to do it. Okay. So, uh, but one other thing I was going to say about the Cavs, there's always the, the possibility that Andre Drummond opts into his contract. Let's say he just wants to keep the money. So if he does opt in, then I think the Cavs should just try to go make the playoffs. Although it won't be easy, but it's in the East. So anything's possible. They have a really young team. <laughs> the Hawks have a better chance at making the playoffs than the Cavs. <laughs> I don't just, know, man. Just so I, we're clear. Think- so do the Bulls. So do no, the, the Bulls. They have a better chance than the Cavs, dude. They have a better chance Cavs, than the Cavs. This is Cavs with Kevin Love and Andre Drummond, though, which isn't like the worst. I know, I but think, Andre think, Drummond has like yeah. never been to the playoffs. Yeah, and and Kevin yeah, Love funny, has yeah. only been to the playoffs with LeBron James on his team. Well, Dr- Drummond, yeah, but, went to the playoffs <laughs> in twenty eighteen, didn't he? Yeah, Pistons. weren't the Pistons? Oh, you're right. No, they Pistons did go. Ran. They did go. Yeah. They did, but yeah. they didn't go anywhere. Well, yeah. Okay, but, but he's been <laughs> there, bro. Who's the Pistons? The Cavs are bad, I think, dude. Yeah. And they they will always be bad without LeBron James. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you just look at their franchise record from like whatever 1997 and above you can just look by looking at the numbers tell the years that lebron was there like i was a little <laughs> their win totals like 20 24 30 23 and it's like 58 60 60 62 yeah. and then it's like 17 18 <laughs> like 16 and then it's like 55 65 <laughs> nba champions <laughs> Like, it's crazy, dude. I got to say, it's funny because I was curious. I looked up the all-time win shares for the Cavs. LeBron has, like, 150. And then the next best player, I forgot who it was, has, like, 64. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's probably, it's like, so... Kyrie. He, no, he, it wasn't owns, even Kyrie. He owns that franchise, dude. He <laughs> owns it. Wait, Michael. Michael, was it was it uh, Mark Price, I think his name is? I think, you know what? I think you might be right. Mark Price is good. He was good. Like it. W- it was an old player. Yeah. Yeah. Number twenty-five, Mark Price. 
But, like, honestly, name one player in all of sports that means more to one franchise than LeBron James does to the Cleveland Cavaliers. There's not one. There's not. Yeah, I, I dare you to. One. I dare you to. Even try. in every sport, I mean, like, in every sport, every sport, LeBron James means so much to that franchise, so much. I mean, he did everything. He was yeah. the GM. He was the coach. Yeah, <laughs> he was the player, and he and he won a title. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you're right. All right, you guys have anything else to add? I'm no. all good. <laughs> all right, fellas. I, wait, well, thank- hold on. Actually, oh, I did yeah, have yeah, one go thing. Ahead. I think uh, the consensus out of, you know, our analysis was uh, out of all eight of the teams, I don't really think any of them are going to be playoff contenders next year. Except um, the Warriors. Except for the Warriors, the Warriors exactly. Yeah. And, and a big reason is because, like, the, the West, I mean, they're already – the West is already pretty solid, you know, yeah. 13 – there were 13 teams out of the 22 that were from the West. The East, the East is just bad, so it's it's, it's hard just top to, heavy. It's very top yeah, heavy. And and I think that's the problem. The Eastern teams that we did talk about, like the Bulls, they could sneak in, but like it would be a low seed, and they wouldn't have. A and it would be to get all. swept. Yeah. I think I think yeah. the Pistons, Hawks, and Bulls probably have the best chance out of the teams in the yeah. East. Yeah. And I then agree. in the West, I mean, we only talked about the Timberwolves and Warriors in the West. Um, I think if the Timberwolves were in the East, they they definitely. I think they would make it. I think if any Western team was in the East, they would make it. Any any of them. Well, any of them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, but yeah, yeah Cavs, Hornets, Knicks. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't really yeah. have to say anything. <laughs> yeah, that that was. I just wanted to point that out. That's fair. That's fair. Cool, cool. All right, fellas. Well, thank you all for tuning in. We really appreciate your support. And make sure you follow us at Ball Squad Podcast on Instagram. And make sure you tune in for next week's podcast. Thank you all. Have a Peace. good one. Peace, guys. Later.